What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Thank you for tuning in to Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture podcast. You know, the Death Note movie came out on Netflix. We talked about it in the build-up to the movie. We saw the trailer. I had high hopes for it. I've now watched the movie, so I wanted to sit down and talk about it with you guys. And, you know, it's it's getting it's getting fairly negative reviews, negative to kind of middling reviews. And I definitely fall on the more middling side of it. So I'm a big fan of the Death Note manga. I've read all of the volumes of the of the comic. I, I really, really like it. And the movie straight up doesn't capture what the manga is about. It doesn't capture what the core essence of the comic series uh, tries to do. The movie, however, is kind of fun for, you know, however long it runs, and, and an hour and a half, two hours. You know, you, it's, it's a fun little romp for, for what it is. So if you go into Death Note expecting exactly what you got from the manga, exactly what you got from the anime, you will be very disappointed. But if you just want a fun little movie, I think you'll still like it. Uh, because it does certainly have its high points. Uh, so Death Note, if you don't know, is the story of a teenager named Light who uh, finds a notebook, and you, when you write someone's name into the notebook, they then die. Um, this notebook was dropped by a Shinigami, a uh, death god, basically. And Light, the teenager, essentially becomes this sort of benevolent dictator, kind of. He becomes this god character where he starts executing criminals using the Death Note, and it it, it goes to this kind of worldwide scale where he sees criminals in the news and kills them and people start worshipping him because he uh, he becomes kind of known that the, there's this force that's at, that is eliminating these, these criminals. And then it becomes a cat and mouse game between he and the law enforcement trying to track him down while the public as a whole, you know, typically is praising him. So there are a lot of really interesting dynamics going on in the in the manga series. And, and one of the key pieces there is the cat and mouse game that goes on between Light, the owner of the Death Note, and L, who is the uh, kind of prodigy child detective that ends up um, assigned to the case and kind of working to track down just who is this killer, just who is this person trying to find Light. And and that, that dynamic between those two characters kind of becomes a duel, kind of becomes a chess match. Um, and, and the whole, th the thing that I love about the manga, the thing that is so good about those comics is the chess match that goes on between L and Light. And the fact that L will do something that, that you as the reader won't know at all how the heck Light's going to get out of it. You'll, you'll think like, oh my gosh, he's, he's got this time. There's nothing he can do. And then they'll come up with something crazy and then L will have to respond and then Light will respond and they'll go back and forth. And it's really awesome because Light will end up taking ridiculous risks uh, that are calculated. He, he knows it's his best, you know, best way out. It's crazy, but he'll still do it. And they get closer and closer and closer as they go. And eventually L kind of figures out that it's Light, but still needs to kind of prove it as he goes. And, and that, like I said, that chess match that goes on in the manga is is the best part. Here, that doesn't really take place. Uh, so L still exists in the, in, in the movie, and Light, of course, still exists. But Light as a character is essentially nothing like he is in the anime and the manga. 
in in those he is a cold calculating individual he he does see himself as a god but but you get to watch that power corrupt him slowly as the show goes but he is he's a genius kind of on kind of an unrivaled scale only l is is someone who who can combat him on that mental level light from this netflix movie he's more just a normal teenager um you know, while Light in the comics had a love interest, Light in the movie has a love interest basically right away, and the movie becomes kind of about their their weird uh, uh, criminal love <laughs> that goes on. It's never endearing. It's never something that you root for or care about. It's it's just a thing that happens in the film, and Light never does anything that seems particularly smart or particularly interesting. He just does things, and it's it. While it's entertaining, it's definitely not the light that came from the comic series, from the manga. So because that, because light isn't really living up to his his self that you might know from other properties, L doesn't really have a good chess opponent. So while L is the best character in the movie, he very quickly finds out uh, sort of the twists, and he kind of very quickly tracks down the intricacies of the case and that's not really a spoiler i mean that's of course what you ex- would expect was going to be happening in this movie so l is the best character but he doesn't have the proper foil that he needs to just really really pop but i, I will say that l played by lakeith stanfield uh who who you might know from atlanta he's he's great there he's fantastic here he pulls out all of the little fun little quirks you would you would expect from l if you know him from the anime or the movies or, or the comics. And he brings that to life on the screen in a way that, you know, could be very cheesy because he, he's he's this guy who eats candy all the time and he he crouches in chairs instead of sits in them. It's kind of stuff where it's like it could be very groan-worthy, but it comes off as very cool and, like, he, he plays it off really well. I would watch an entire spinoff movie of just this iteration of L because very, very cool. And in a weird way, this L from the movie has more backstory than he has ever before. We get to find a little bit more out about him, uh, and in- including his kind of um, his keeper, his manservant as well. So it's kind of neat that they flesh him out a bit more. Uh, it's just a shame that L doesn't quite, you know, line up, and or that that light doesn't line up. And, and my main issue again with light is that is the weird the fact that they they wrap the whole movie around this romance. That doesn't really matter in the manga. It doesn't really matter in the comic. I mean, it's more about this intellectual game that's going on between these two characters. But the movie is more romance-focused, uh, which wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing if you didn't pretty early just completely dislike both characters. Um, the other side is that the uh, the portrayal of Light is, is just acting wise not the most fun thing either but you know that's something that you can kind of get over there are other really cool aspects to the film one of the other neat aspects of the film is the shinigami himself ryuk uh he is he's this as i said this death god this uh, this original sort of keeper owner of the death note and he's portrayed by Willem Dafoe in a super creepy performance. He is this, you know, giant, seven-foot-tall, overarching, like, menacing, terrifying guy. And he shows up, basically, whenever Light uses the Death Note or wants to talk to him. And he's not visible to other humans. 
And as, as I said, Willem Dafoe knocks it out of the park as far as like his his portrayal, his acting. He comes off as a very scary, scary um, death god. The problem is he doesn't really have much to do. He kind of becomes a prop in this movie where, you know, he shows up to kind of creep you out a little bit. But he's not necessary. He doesn't ever do anything. Um, in in the manga, he, 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 you find out that, that the reason that the Death Note fell basically to Earth was that Ryuk was, was bored. He just wanted to see what would happen, uh, which we kind of see here. We get a little hint of it. Um, but the movie Ryuk, how he's uh, portrayed, comes off as a little bit more menacing and, and a little more against what's happening with light. And in the comics, he's he's more just indifferent. He wants to see what happens uh, as it plays out, but he doesn't really have a hand in it either way. Um, so, you know, the character of, of, of Ryuk could, could really be... Uh, fleshed out more in the movie because I I liked what Willem Dafoe was doing so much. I just wanted to see a bit more of it. Um, but you know, like overall, despite all the changes, it it summing up the movie, it's still it's still a fun little movie. It's 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 probably a, a three out of five, for example. It's it's not it's not an adaption of of Death Note that is going to satisfy Death Note fans, but. It is a movie that I didn't hate my time having seen. So if you're listening in the Anchor app, I would love for you to call in and let me know what you thought of Death Note. You know, it's it's a movie that is definitely going to um, cause a lot of different opinions on it. Definitely going to rub people in a lot of different directions. So I'd love to hear your thoughts about, you know, its general adaption and, and how you think they did bringing Death Note to uh, to live action. So press the call in button, call in and let me know.